0: Hi, and welcome to the podcast, The Feminine Uncut. For the newcomers, I'm Juana, the founder of TheFeminine.com, an online platform dedicated to empowering women all over the world to trust their voice, follow their heart, and embrace their womanhood. And I truly hope you had a wonderful summer. I surely did. And I want to invite you this autumn to relax, play, and go further on your path towards more womanhood, more femininity, self-expressed in your world, in your universe, in your life. On this episode of The Uncut, we're going to speak about a very interesting, juicy, steamy, but unspecific topic called passion. What is passion? I have no special talents. I'm only passionately curious, said once Albert Einstein. Another amazing uh, artist, the Italian director Federico Fellini, believed there's no end, there's no beginning, there's only the passion of life. And there's a lot of talk about passion nowadays, there's a lot of thinkers and doers who linked passion to life's creative energy. So why are we dealing with passion on such a, a hot topic? Why is it such a hot topic and why is this relevant to a woman's journey? And I'm gonna explore the mysteries of passion and also debunk some of the myths we have around passion so that we can access it and experience a more fulfilled way of living our own womanhood. And I'm gonna do that with my partner
1: in crime, Ioana. Hi Ioana. Hello, happy to be back. (laughs) Happy to be back. I've prepared for our conversation today. You know, do you want to know how? How? (laughs) I've Googled the word passion. Wow. Okay. Have you tried? No, not really. Well, I did because I was really curious to see and to understand what women are looking for when they think about the word passion. And Google says women generally associate the word passion with meaning and examples. So let's start from scratch. What is the meaning of this mystical word passion?
0: I can't be accountable for giving the meaning, (laughs) but I would say that passion is the experience of joy. Passion is something that gets stirred up, we open to it, and we open to it when our heart is open, and when we connect with who we are, what's our purpose, what do we want to live in our life on the deepest core level. So passion is the expression of our heart and what matters to us, fully lived, Fully, creatively um, let out into the world.
1: Is there any specific connection between passion and sexuality?
0: Well, it's the first link people uh, make in their minds when they hear passion. We all think that passion is expressed sexuality or fiery hot intense encounter <laughs> and the moment we start engaging with passion we get our fantasy loop <laughs> activated especially as women uh, seeing the red fiery hot encounter with a beautiful man right
1: totally right. agree
0: <laughs> <laughs> right and uh, that's one of the myths I want to debunk today because. Passion, yes, it is about a hot encounter. At least when we have a hot encounter, we're sexually activated, we're sexually expressing ourselves, and that's a very powerful way of experiencing intimacy. But passion is much more than that. Passion is about what matters to you. Passion is about the things you love. Passion can also mean resilience on your path to success. Passion is what gives you drive and inspiration in moments when you don't have the drive and inspiration. It can look in many different ways. It can look you fighting for your kid's health or taking care of your beloved when he is in a breakdown. It can mean going to work every day and finding enthusiasm in your life and enthusiasm in what you're doing. It can mean starting a new hobby, the one that you've been waiting ever since sixth grade. So passion is about what makes you feel alive from the inside out. And it gives you purpose. It gives you a sense of self. It gives you the experience of feeling fulfilled.
1: You said at the beginning, we are going to debunk stereotypes today. Which are the most common stereotypes you've noticed linked to passion?
0: That passion is direct, free, wild sexuality. And I can give you a very famous example in Sheryl Stone with Michael Douglas in Basic Instinct. Do you remember that scene?
1: Yes, but isn't that true? Isn't passion connected to sexuality? Well, it's it's uh,
0: sexuality is part of passion, but passion is so much wider. And I think that was a landmark for all of us in a very powerful way, it brought passion a very explicit or as sexual hot encounter. But I think very important for us is to understand that passion is much more. Passion is what connects us to uh, what matters and what brings us aliveness and joy. It also connects us to our sense of self and our purpose in life. The moment we truly allow our passion, which is our life force energy, to really get expressed, that in the end will link us to our vision for life. What do we want to create? What's our legacy? I do remember when I started my journey into this beautiful, uh, deep process of, of encountering my own expression of the feminine energy, of encountering my own womanhood and the answer to what makes a woman. I was afraid of my own fire. Because I was thinking that if I allow it to be expressed, it will mean I'll get very sexual. And I had so much moral stigma around allowing my fire to get expressed because I I was repressed in my sexuality. And when I started engaging with my feminine energy, when I started cultivating it, and when I uh, saw that fire, I saw that that fire wasn't about my sexuality. It was about my creativity. It was about my life force energy wanting to be expressed in the world. And when I allowed it and understand it for what it actually was, I was able to uh, envision a mission for myself that brings me joy and aliveness every single day, no matter how tired I am. And sometimes, yeah, it's sexual. Sometimes it is about a hot encounter. But it's not only about that.
1: I think many of us get stuck in growing up because we'll see all these stereotypes and we really don't know how to connect and what to do with them. How can we uh, look a stereotype and use it in our own growing up process and make it a very powerful instrument that can actually help us?
0: Yeah, that's a very good question. Let's take a very popular stereotype, archetype, stereotype coming to be. Uh, let's take Wonder Woman, for example. And now we've been introduced to Wonder Woman. It's a very powerful expression of feminine essence, feminine energy, womanhood. How can we use Wonder Woman? And most importantly, how can we guide or teach the young generation, the girls who are going to get a Barbie Wonder Woman, um, to use that as a reference in developing their femininity? And I think stereotypes are embodied references. Like Wonder Woman represents a powerful woman who has undergone a journey to access her power. And that's very important because that teaches us that we have to undergo a journey to embody whatever that stereotype says or whatever we are inspired in relationship to a stereotype. So if I take Wonder Woman and I want to be like Wonder Woman, then a way to experience that in a powerful, growing way for me is to make it a living experiment. How can I go beyond my limits? How can I take the Wonder Woman, which is, you know, a powerful woman who goes beyond her limits, challenges herself to the most in my everyday to day life? And it may mean many things to many women. It may mean taking up a game where I can be in this amazing, powerful woman at business and come home and be gentle and sweet with my beloved. And that's a Wonder Woman experience for me because I'm tired at the end of the day and I can't be sweet. So it's, it's really unlocking my creativity and going beyond what I now perceive as a limit. And in this way, I'm integrating the concept into my experience and into my life and I'm giving it a voice of my own.
1: Let's go a bit deeper in this. How can we guide, say, our daughters or our teenage daughters to take what they love and what they admire and actually become what they love and admire, not get stuck in that? Good
0: question, again. (laughs) Well, by empowering them to connect or integrate or apply the things they admire. We never admire something that's not linked to something inside of us. We always see outside what we have inside. Maybe it's not cultivated, maybe it's not fully expressed, but there's a link there. So whatever I admire outside, I have the potential to manifest it. So in a way, giving girls and adolescents confidence about what they feel and whatever they see outside, have them link with something inside and give voice to that something inside and put it into action. It's the same way in which, for example, as adults, we start the healing or the activating uh, process of connecting with our own vision.
1: We have many examples of people who preach about being passionate and following your passion and following your dream. What's the most feminine way to do that? Um, the feminine way of
0: bringing yourself more in connection to what's your passion what really matters to you is by nurturing and by connecting with your heart because you find passion you find your sense of self your purpose in life when you're truly connected with your heart and with what matters to you what do you really love what do you really enjoy So most of us in our connection with finding our own passion, we experience two things. We either don't connect with our vision and it's a slow process of finding our purpose in life, finding our meaning or giving it a very clear cut. Or we have a clear cut on what we want to achieve in our life, what's our legacy. And we don't necessarily find the vitality, the resilience to follow up on that in our day-to-day life. And I think in both cases, it is about the nurturing in different ways, in different stages. At the beginning, when, you don't really, when you're not really clear about your vision or your passion, it is about nurturing your intuition. And that requires a very feminine process, actually, because it is a very gentle, subtle way to approach your intuition. Your intuition is not loud. As um, somebody was saying, it whispers to you. And you have to really listen. And that requires quietness. It requires a state of receptivity. It requires trusting uh, against all odds, against what you see in the outside world. So it's not so much about focusing on the outside and pumping yourself up, but as as it is about really tuning in with who you are. And then if it's a little voice and it whispers softly, nurture it, love it, uh, bring
1: uh, honor it, bring confidence to it. That sounds too good to be true, but how can we actually do that?
0: Well, let's do it now. For example, it's very it's very easy, actually, you just have to relax yourself and give yourself five minutes of space and quietness. So if we're gonna end up the podcast with this, uh, I just suggest the listener to and you, of course, and me to just relax and take a break. Close your eyes and connect with your body. And it can be as simple as putting your hands on the belly and just noticing the in-breath and the out-breath. And just being with your belly, in-breath, out-breath. And really... Allow the hustle to melt. Allow the voices in your head to melt. You don't have to worry about them. You just have to let them be. And in that moment, your body starts to unwind. And your body starting to unwind allows a more spacious experience to occur. And in that spacious experience, you can just be with yourself or you can ask your heart, what does it want? What does it really matter to her? And just wait for the answer. And if no answer comes up, it's fine. Trust, because the, the voice of your intuition doesn't necessarily whisper the moment you ask. And I've noticed that in my own process, sometimes when I just put my intention of spending more inward time with myself, it takes a couple of days for that message that I actually want to hear from a deeper level of my own womanhood to occur to surface. And it may not come in the moment you take the break and you breathe. It may come when you're taking your shower in the morning. It may come when you're driving your car to work. It may come right before you go to bed or tuning into a song or listening something on TV or watching a movie. It's a moment of inspiration. And it's linked to the practice of just breathing with your body and tuning into your voice. And it is a process and it takes time. But it is your vision, your passion. It's the exact process of nurturing like anything else. Like a flower who wants water and air and love to flourish. Like a child that needs to grow. It is the same process of nurturing, nurturing, and with attention, love, and energy, it grows stronger and stronger.
1: That was a very beautiful moment. I really, really enjoyed it. Now let's wrap it up. What's the idea that you would point out to end with this podcast?
0: Don't overestimate the power of nurturing your passion. It can bring you power and self-expression in ways in which you don't experience now. So wherever you are in the process of either finding your passion or expressing your passion, nurture it. Nurture yourself and those parts of yourself that are linked to what really matters to you. And I want to end up with this, with the idea of nurture, and I want to Uh, invite you to stay tuned to our next podcast because in our next podcast, we're gonna explore more how do we nurture those things that really matter to us in our day-to-day life and how we can turn routine into ritual and why ritual is such an important step in nurturing what really matters to us. So I guess that was the feminine cut for today thanks for tuning in. I really hope this was valuable and it brought inspiration to connect with your passion and honor what matters to you and give it a voice. Don't leave here before subscribing to our weekly newsletter. Jump to thefeminine.com, start here and also receive our free guidebook. It's an amazing toolkit of how to access your feminine energy and bring it to life. You can also find us on Facebook at World of the Feminine and just please write us to the uncutthefeminine.com. We want to hear your question and we want to answer it. So ladies, have an amazing day and do give voice to those passions.